Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk Forex. Last week we covered fundamental analysis and took a deep dive into some of the current events that are affecting the markets. This week we'll cover one of our favorite technical indicators, the MACD or Moving Average Convergence Divergence. We'll also put a link to a video we've created in the show notes and we'll just give you a bit more of an overview with some visuals. Enjoy the podcast and please send any trading related questions through to podcast at fxscouts.com. Enjoy. Hey Alison, how are you today? Hey Chris, I'm doing really well. How's it going on your side? Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, sun is shining here in Portugal. Though I did stay up too late last night watching um, Jean-Claude, a terrible Jean-Claude Van Damme action movie <laughs> um, called <laughs> Sudden Death. Uh, but it was, uh, it's one of those terrible 80s action movies that you just can't tear yourself away from, you know? It's just like... <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard but, um, name in like forever, actually. I know, I know. It was, there was lots of punching. There was lots of punching and, and gruesome deaths. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm very well. I'm very well, thanks. How, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm freezing here in South Africa. It is uh, oh, sorry, 11 yeah. degrees and we're feeling all very sorry for ourselves. Yeah, but I think we're like, just not equipped for it, you know? So, so our houses are cold. Yeah. You kind of, you layers. Kind of yeah, layers, exactly. And layers, hot water bottles. Yeah. And hot water bottles. Mm. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> Um, anyway, hello to our listeners around the world. Uh, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Forex. Uh, we said last week that we're going to be talking about candlesticks today. Um, we've, Alison, you've put together a, a number of videos on candlesticks, and we were chatting about it, and we feel that it's a subject that really needs visual aid uh, when you're talking about it, which you've done magnificently. And, and we're going to put, uh, we'll put the links to those videos in, in the show notes. How many videos have you done on candlesticks, Alison? Is it two? Um, I've done, yeah, we've done two videos. So the one is basically on the anatomy of candlesticks, and it gives you a good overview of um, what information candlesticks provide. And then the other video um, has got more of more detail on candlestick patterns. Um, and yeah, so it basically gives you an overview of the signals that candlesticks provide as well. Yeah, so today instead, we're going to be discussing a very popular trading tool, the Moving Average Convergence Divergence, or the MACD for short. Um, and uh, it, it sounds a bit complicated, but probably by the end of this episode, you'll have a very good understanding of the tool. Um, we actually thought that to get the most out of this episode, you may want to pause the episode now and then log into your demo account if you have one, or even, even your real trading account so that you can follow along with us or listen to the full episode and then op open your account afterwards so that you can actually get a visual of what the tool looks like. Um, I, I always find that quite helpful, having the visuals along with it. But I think in the episode you will understand if you've used uh, technical indicators, um, what we're describing anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. But I think that's a good idea, yeah. Listen along with your demo account if you can. Um, but yeah, just a quick background of the MACD. Uh, it was conceived by a guy called Gerald Apple in the late 70s. And back then, the, the world was seeing exponential growth in computer power, computer processing power. And this resulted in a surge in um, popularity and technical analysis in general. And this guy, Gerald Apple, saw a need for a user-friendly tool that could illustrate the interplay between two exponential moving averages of an asset's price. Yeah, exactly. And he... 
he chose uh, EMAs over simple moving averages or SMAs because EMAs give more weight to recent data. And so they're obviously more responsive to price changes. And the MACD traces the difference between a short-term EMA and a long-term EMA. Um, and it basically opened up new ways to measure momentum and identify potential reversals in market terrains. Um, and later, you know, even decades later, it still sort of holds its own among other various modern technical analysis tools. And it, it's still a very popular indicator. And it's actually a fantastic indicator. I love the MACD. It's, it's something I use. Yes. Now, we were talking before we started recording about how much you like it. Yeah, yeah, it's really a good one. And hopefully, once people have listened to this, they'll see why. Um, so, yeah, understanding it, how does it work? So, at the bottom, if you've opened, if you've got a MACD on your charts, at the bottom of your charts, you're going to see two lines and a histogram, a uh, bar chart. Uh, so, you're going to see the first line is the MACD line, and the MACD line is this is the heart of the indicator, and it represents the difference between two moving averages. And it's calculated by subtracting the 26-day EMA exponential moving average from the 12-day EMA. And this line can give a sense of the short-term momentum compared to longer-term momentum. Um, and just to go back there, when you open your, you know, when you put the MACD on your chart, it'll often mm -hmm. give you um, the default settings. The reason why we're talking about 26 and 12-day EMAs, obviously on a daily chart, is that those are the default settings. So if you have those settings, you'll generally be seeing the same thing and the same signals that, that other traders are seeing on those charts. Um, and then the second line is the signal line. And it's actually a the nine EMA of the MACD line, and it's the trigger for buy and sell signals. Um, and even though it's the nine-day EMA, nine-day EMA, it can sound quite confusing. It's not, it's not the nine-day EMA um, the same as the 26 and the 12-day EMA. It's actually the nine-day EMA of the difference between the 26 and the 12-day EMA. Um, so it's the differential. It basically yeah. smooths out the that MACD line. You know, as I said, although it would be usually more sensitive and more reactive to markets, in this case, um, it's important to realize that this is an averaging out of that MACD line. So it's a derivative. I know I'm going on about this, but it's a derivative of the, the MACD line. Um, but if you look at your charts and, and you see the MACD line and the signal line, which is usually a dotted line it usually, or, or different color line, um, it's it's quite easy to understand it. Um, but again, the MACD line is more responsive and a quicker line, where the signal line is a slightly slower, sort of smoother line. Yeah. And then the last thing you're going to see is this histogram. And this is a visual representation of the difference between the MACD line and the signal line. And it gives us a sense of the speed at which the two lines move apart or come together. And this can be a really, you know, it's a really important indicator of whether momentum is building up or if it's slowing down. And all it does, this histogram, is it simply plots the difference between the MACD line and the signal line. It's, it's just a graph, graphical representation of the distance between the two lines. And it may sometimes give you an early sign that a crossover is about to happen, which uh, we'll go into later about why that's important. Yeah, exactly. So why is the MACD such an important indicator? Well, it's one of the rare indicators that merges elements of both trend and momentum indicators. Um, and basically this hybrid nature allows traders to envision the overall direction of the trend and measure the strength of the momentum. So it's a very, very useful um, and, and quite an accurate indicator as well. Mm -hmm. And it's also, it's also very flexible. It can be adapted to suit different trading styles and strategies just by adjusting those, uh, those calculation periods you're talking about. 
So whether you're a high frequency day trader who requires, you know, minimum by minute analysis, or if you're, you know, a long-term positional trader, you know, who plans to trade over weeks or months, the, the MACD is going to be flexible enough to cater to your needs. And you'll you'll just have to, as you said, that you'll just have to change your settings uh, depending mm -hmm. on, um, you know, your your trading style. So make sure that it does cater to those those different periods. And lastly, it's very easy to use. So even if you're new to trading, um, you'll be able to very easily spot and interpret the crossovers, uh, crossovers and divergences in the MACD. And um, so that's why a lot of beginners use uh, the, the MACD when they when they start trading. Um, you know, the, the technical yeah. traders in particular. Mm -hmm. So how do, how do you use it? Well, there's uh, three primary strategies that uh, traders typically employ. The first one is uh, signal line crossovers. And this, uh, the most basic MACD signals come from the signal line crossovers, right? When when the MACD line crosses over, uh, when it crosses, sorry, when it crosses above the signal line, we get a bullish signal, suggesting it might be a good time to buy. Conversely, when the MACD line crosses below the signal line, this is a bearish signal, indicating it might be a good time to sell. But remember, these crossovers should never be used in isolation. You need to consider other factors like the overall trend. Uh, support and resistance levels and other technical indicators that you're using before uh, you decide to enter or exit the trade. Um, and when, when a new trend occurs, the faster line, the MACD line, which is the fast line, that's going to react first and eventually cross um, the slower line, the signal line. And um, just just a point on what you're saying there, Chris, it's very important that when you find these signals um, that you don't buy and sell against the trend. So especially as a beginner trader, um, you know, it's it's never a great idea unless you really know what you're doing uh, to buy or sell against the trend. Um, but sometimes you'll get false signals where it looks like it crosses over, but because it's going against the trend, you could actually, you know, you could have some some fairly expensive mistakes that you make. Um, so when this crossover occurs mm -hmm. and the fast line starts to diverge or move away from the slower line, it often indicates that a new trend is formed. And as the fast line, as you said now, crosses underneath the slow line it means that a possible downtrend is forming but it's important again to just look at the overall trend before you decide to to buy or sell um, based on its signals yeah use other use other trend mapping indicators um and keep an eye on it i mean and just trend lines basic trend lines you know uh, you know and you're in common sense <laughs> yeah, but yeah exactly. generally it's really good advice for for beginner traders um is yeah don't don't uh don't trade against the trend, um, even if even if your MACD is telling you that it might be possible. Exactly. Um, so yeah, the second um, strategy that people look at uh, quite clearly here is, is divergence. Uh, so this divergence between the price of an asset and the MACD, and this often signals an upcoming price reversal. For example, if an asset's price is making higher highs, while the MACD line is making lower highs, this is the bearish divergence, and it could be a sign of a possible downtrend in the near future. Conversely, if the price is making lower lows, while the MACD line is making higher lows, then this is a bullish divergence, and this could signal an upcoming uh, uptrend. And for divergences, you can basically use the early warning signals of uh, potential reversals. But it's really important, again, to be patient, wait for further confirmation. Um, a divergence does not always lead to a reversal, uh, it doesn't, and it could it could take some time for the reversal, or the price could just keep moving in the same direction. It could be a false signal. This is it just gives you um, indicator that there's a probability uh, that this could happen. Absolutely, and then the third way people use them is for oversold or overbought conditions. 
So it can help you identify these conditions, um, and uh, but it's not often used for for identifying overbought and oversold conditions. There, there are better indicators out there that, that um, indicate these conditions. But mm -hmm. a, a rise in the MACD line could mean that the assets price is overextended and will soon return to normal levels, while a, short, a sharp fall in the line might suggest that the asset is oversold and may be due for a price increase. Um, so yeah, again, if you're gonna use the, the MACD for identifying overbought and oversold conditions, always use other indicators like the RSI or relative strength index to confirm these conditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and look, as with any indicator, you know, the MACD has its own strengths and weaknesses. It's, its greatest strength, as you as you were saying earlier, is that it, it lies in its simplicity. It's easy to understand and it provides these actionable trading signals that uh, most beginners uh, can interpret and use. And it's really versatile. You can use it across many different markets, different timeframes, and this is a huge advantage. You know, so whether you're trading stocks, Forex, commodities, crypto, you know, you can use a MACD on this. Yeah, yeah, it really is versatile like that. Mm -hmm. um, but like with all indicators, it also has limitations. So firstly, it's a lagging indicator like um, moving averages are which means that it's based on historical data. Um, so it might not always accurately predict future price movements. And as, as we mentioned earlier, it can produce false signals. Um, and this is especially true in volatile markets. So it's very important to use MACD in conjunction with other indicators um, and never to rely solely on its signals. And again, just make sure that if you are starting out with trading, that you are trading with the trend. Don't go against the trend with the MACD mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's a look. It's a really powerful tool, the MACD. If you use it correctly, um, you need to pay close attention to both signal crossovers and divergence. Keep an eye on the histogram, you know, because this gives you a quick snapshot of market momentum. And consider it as just one part of your trading strategy, right? You need to, you know, a good technical strategy needs to include multiple technical indicators. And as we were saying last week, you know, it's really important to have a solid grounding and fundamental analysis uh, before you kick off. And it's always a good idea to keep an eye on, on market sentiment too. So this should be part of your toolbox. And as you, you know, as we said, like it's, um, it should definitely be part of every beginner's toolbox, It'd be something they, they should learn how to use. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I mean, it's quite a, it's quite a, a simple indicator and I, th I think it's worth experimenting with. So open your demo account and experiment. And of course, always re um, remember to use uh, good risk management. I mean, that's, that's probably the, the most important thing to realize with trying out any new indicator, especially on a real trading account. And even with the demo trading account, you know, just figure out where, where those levels are for, for you. And uh, next yeah. next week, we are doing our season finale. We are... That's right. Uh, yeah. So it's our... This has been a quick... Felt, it's felt like it's flown by this, this season. Um, but we're going to be talking about how much money the top forex traders make, which I think will be quite an interesting episode. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, I hope people are looking forward to that. I think it'll be it's um, a bit of an eye opener, I think, yeah. um, for a lot of a lot of people who listen to this podcast to get a sense of to get a sense of how much money can be made when you're yeah. trading forex. I'm not going to give anything else away. Thanks. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, cool. Well, I look forward to that, uh, Alison. Oh, and just said, so yes, next, as Alison said, that's uh, season finale. And then we're going to be off until, um, I think, until the middle of August. We'll be back again. Yes. Um, but we'll, 
we'll let you guys know more detail about that next week. And at which point I'll be we'll be speaking again. Look forward to that, Alison. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Chris. And and, and are you going to be in Portugal or are you going to be abroad? I am going to be in Portugal for that one. You're going to be in Portugal. Okay. I'm going to be in Portugal. Cool. <laughs> cool. Speak to you then, Alison. Have a good week. You too. Bye.